If it's not that bad podcast, I'm Fern here with Dom. Hey there. So Dom, as you know, I've been getting more and more and more and more and more to wrestling, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Which it's weird thinking about it because I remember a few years ago I was like, why do people still watch wrestling? Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I was a fan when I was a kid. I grew up with it, and then I started becoming a teen, and then I got into music. So it was kind of whatever. And getting back into it now, it's interesting, different, weird. But from back in the day, and I think it's a movie that we probably review anyways, is that um, that movie with um, David Arquette, the wrestling one. Oh, Ready to Rumble? Ready to Rumble, Ready which is funny, rumble. awesome. Yeah. But I was wondering, like, could they make like a proper wrestling movie when you say proper what do you mean well you know like they make sport they make sports movies all the time right (laughs) okay i think i know what you mean and the wrestling world is interesting because you have the story that they tell you every day Uh on tv right and they have the the storylines connecting whatever but behind the story you could find out that oh actually the guys who hate each other they actually go back 10 plus years because they used to wrestle in all these independent circuits and they're actually really good friends and etc this just happens to be you know whatever and then you find out these cool stories and you know people do this and that or whatever right and then you go into the story again because the one thing that wrestling banks on is entertainment Mm -hmm. stuff like boxing stuff like um ufc all that stuff that's more that's realistic those are real people just being real fighters right yeah and there's some wrestlers who are legit fighters but they don't bank on them actually kicking someone in the face it's all you know practice of like oh selling a move so there's an extra level of like the of not just being a sport but like an entertainment sitting there thinking it's like why would anyone watch a like a movie like that. What about the wrestler? Wrestling movie. Yeah, you're right. The wrestler is a good movie. Um, but I don't know. I was just thinking about it. Yeah. Wrestling's entertaining, so it's so weird too getting into it now. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. for so long I just re- like I, I I wrote it off. I was like, oh that's just that's just something you watch when you're younger. And now I'm watching it, it's like I'm legit invested into these different wrestlers and different organizations around the world. And it's like, oh, hey, that's that guy who wrestled in this place in Japan. And he also was in Mexico. And I don't know. It's cool. Check it out. Yeah. If you like movies, wrestling's basically a live movie. That's true. That really is true. And it's just as entertaining, yeah, too. People, like- people are characters. There's different storylines story arcs yeah i don't know this is the fucking news it's not called disney play so disney has been announcing a little bit more of the details for their streaming service so apparently it's not even going to be called disney play like a lot of people were reporting as we also said um they kind of took it back i think i think it was more like they heard people like disney play and they're like oh yeah no no that's not what it's called guys that's not us. That's that other Disney. <laughs> <laughs> but they said that um, it's going to be less than Netflix's like eight to fourteen dollar fee, which I don't understand how that's going to be. So like, I don't five bucks. Yeah. So no. What if it's like seven ninety nine? <laughs> it's <laughs> under really eight dollars. Right? <laughs> it's a good. I mean, deal, it right? sounds dumb, but they literally could. <laughs> or they could they could say like, oh, it's going to be cheaper than that. And they say, well, the most expensive Netflix is. You know, $16, so we'll do $13.99. They said it's as a reflection of the lighter content load. We have the luxury of programming this product with programs from those brands or derived from those brands, which obviously creates a demand and gives us the ability to not necessarily be in the volume game, but to be in the quality game. That's what um, Bob Iger said. Other than him, like, repeating the same words over and over again, I think I get that, like, because that's what you said. That's exactly what I said, because 
that actually makes a ton of sense. Imagine, if you will, Disney coming out with... It's not Disney Play. It's Disney Go. (laughs) Go Play. Yeah. No, we stopped. No, no play. No play. It's not what it says on my notes. (laughs) Imagine you buying that product, right? Yeah. Because for your kids, et cetera, whatever. Because when you think of Disney, you don't think of everything owned by Disney. You think of Disney. You think of Goofy, uh, Mickey Mouse, you know, whatever, the, the, the Disney princesses. Yeah. So now that they have stuff like DreamWorks, right, and, you know, television shows, cartoons, whatever, they could pull all of that for a more, like I said, family-friendly environment where you're paying, yeah, $5 a month and you get all the Disney movies, but you're not going to get the Fox mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah. searchlight or anything like that. You're not going to get any of that crazy shit, but you'll still be able to be like, hey, yeah, I can watch you know, Moana right now and then... Right after, yeah, I'll watch... Um, the Rescuers Down Under. Yeah, Rescuers Down Under. And, and uh, I would hope they include like, DreamWorks and stuff because DreamWorks does have a lot of yeah. good films. So, I, like they said, they're not working on the the, qual- or the, the quantity, quantity, but the quality. the quality. So, that actually makes a lot more sense. And I feel like people like us would be fine with it because, for me, I might be able to not necessarily have to buy it if I can still get, like, my Star Wars and my Fox movies on Hulu. Yeah. Because that's what I'm going to watch more. But maybe maybe my sister happens to get it because... Or my brother because, oh, you know, my nieces want to watch it. My nephew, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much what I always wanted them to do anyways. And I'm actually really glad that they're going that route. I think it's the smartest route. Like, we talked about, I think, having... A streaming site where you're not paying as much, but you're still getting good quality. I think that actually matters. I think it's the same idea that DC has where they know they're not going to have a a majority of the stuff that other streaming services have. Uh But they have the stuff that the people that want it are going to like. Yeah. So I think that's what Disney's kind of trying to bank on. And I actually think that's I think this is the absolute smartest route. Mm-hmm. Even smarter would be having it added on to Hulu. So, oh, yeah. You know, if I'm paying $11 right now and I wanted to add, you know, Disney Plus. Disney, Disney Plus. Um, oh, no, Disney Plus Play. Disney no Play Plus? Play. No, play. no Play. No Play. But it's in the notes. <laughs> you guys keep putting it in my notes. And you want to add $5 a month for that, right? That would be pretty like, good. Yeah, because then you get the this whole new section where you're all... Uh-huh. And it's all in one hub of Hulu. I'm still... I'm really hoping that they kind of go that route. I'm not waiting for it, but yeah, I'm definitely... I'm definitely hoping that I get something. At the end of the line, I hope I get something like that. I think that's going to be the smartest. I think that's going to be the best. Mm-hmm. Mel Gibson's new movie is a right-wing fantasy. So Mel Gibson's new movie uh, is called Dragged Across Concrete. So he plays, Mel Gibson plays a cop who gets suspended because he says uh, that, <laughs> wait, hold on. It's because it's, it's him and Vince Vaughn in it. And basically that, oh, they start mocking like a Latina suspect. They, like, start beating up her boyfriend who's, like, this, like, whatever, right? But then, like, all they get is suspended for, like, six weeks. And their police chief, played by Don Johnson, <laughs> yes, um, basically kind of gives, like, this, like, long rambling thing about how, like, being called a racist today is, like, being called a communist back in the 50s. It's just a witch hunt, guys. If you're being called a racist, it's a witch hunt, right? Jeez. And then, like, in the in the movie, like, they make light of it, too, because this is, like, his third time being suspended for these kinds of actions. And then he tells his wife, because she has, it turns out she has MS, and, like, he's trying to get, like, oh, like, I'm suspended, but I need money, and, like, I'm trying to take back this neighborhood because my daughter is getting bullied by black kids. And so, like, she's worried that those kids will, like, one day, like, rape her. And so then he's like, I'm going to move you to a better neighborhood. You know, one without, like black people in it 
And it's just like, it just all sounds like the most racist thing in the world. And it's like, how does this get past people like producers nowadays? Because they're white. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> oh, no, sorry. That's white? That's right? Yeah. Um, it's a slapstick comedy? No, I'm pretty sure it's like supposed to be serious. <laughs> uh, yeah, I pretty much can, I could call the ending... He probably comes out as a good guy. Like, mm-hmm. there's some big event, right, where probably. maybe he has to kill somebody or there's a huge event and it, they're like, he's just a father fighting for his for his wife and his that's, family. Yeah, that's how it's framed as. And then, like, all the bad, every bad person in there is, is of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, literally makes sense. Uh Mel Gibson is a horrible piece of shit. Who yeah. I don't understand why they let him have a comeback. Yeah, you know, everyone's kind of getting, I guess, getting theirs from this whole like Me Too movement, and people are being more open about things, and and more and more secrets are coming out, and you know what I mean? Yeah. To the point where you have someone like Louis C.K. who I'm not condoning what he did, but he talked about what he did for years. Mm-hmm. And people were fine with it because they were like, oh, he's just a comedian. That's what they do, right? Tell stories. Then they bring it up again, and it's like, oh, now that's wrong. It's like, but why wasn't it wrong before? Yeah. Anyways. And he and he himself, like you said, he himself had said, yeah, I did this stuff. Yeah, and he, like, apologized. And, and I'm not, I mean, I, I am, I don't mean to come off like, oh, I'm, I'm in his corner. Because what he did was obviously fucked up. And yeah. He admitted it. And then they brought it up, and now he's trying to come back, and everyone's having a big problem. But that's what we talked about before. Like, well, where does it come in where it can be okay and it can't be okay? Yeah. Like, do you just... It's not like he physically beat someone and raped them and killed them and all this crazy shit, right? He just... He was a piece of shit, inappropriate dude. Yeah. But then you have someone like Mel Gibson who has never strayed away from who he is. Nope. And not at all. When all that shit came out years ago of like, oh, he's racist, he's sexist. His dad know. doesn't believe in the Holocaust. Yeah. Like, all this crazy shit adds up and people are like, uh, well, he just, he had a time, but he's fine now. It's like, no. What changed? Like, nothing changed. Oh, it's okay. He made Hacksaw Ridge. You know that comedy? Oh, well, no, see, because he made Passion of the Christ, so technically he's a good man. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's just kind of weird because he was technically abusive, right? Yeah. Why is it okay for him to make a comeback, but you know, not someone up. like a James Franco, you know? Yeah. But Mel Gibson, like, you know, is calling people the N word constantly, and, and he's never apologized. Yeah, for he's it. never said sorry. He's just like, oh well, I was drunk. That's it. Yeah, I'm yeah, drunk. There yeah. you go. So it honestly doesn't surprise me that he's making this movie and that no one gives a shit. Well, he's not the one making well, it. Well, I mean, you know, he's what just I mean. actually he's just starring in it. <laughs> Thankfully, right? Because if he was like directing it and stuff, I feel like it would be even. I mean, oh yeah, that would even be bad. yeah, that'd be worse. <laughs> but like, does Vince Vaughn not get enough work to where he has to be like, well, I'll no, take not that. Not really. And Vince Vaughn, honestly, Vince Vaughn playing that type of role makes sense because he does like drama really well. It sucks that he's in this movie. Maybe he's a good guy. Where he's like, hey, we did this one thing and it was bad. And he's like, well, I got... I've done this four times already, so it's fine. Yeah. I, I don't know, but the whole movie sounds fucking stupid. It does. If it was If it was in the realm of, like, Die Hard, where it's just that type of movie, maybe it would have been fine, but it just sounds so conservative yeah it just sounds like a like alt writers like wet dream yeah um which i mean whatever you know if conservatives want to pr- support other conservatives that's fine but when you're in the industry that's supposedly changing for the better right the, the thing is is and, and it's not really about politics but politics align with people's perception and the perception of equality is oh those are liberals. Yeah. But why can't you be conservative and be progressive, right? Yeah. Like what's wrong with that? Is that that's wrong? I don't get it. Like why wouldn't you want uh, equality for wrong. everyone? Duh. I don't get it. 
It's ridiculous. You want uh, people to have just the same rights as me? So you're telling me you you you're okay with somebody like standing their ground and killing you if if like say you're white and they're like not white? Yeah. Huh. What is this world coming to? Ridiculous. I don't know. It's just the movie sounds dumb, especially in this climate. Maybe I mean maybe they're trying to tell like another side of the story, but if it's with that if it's with that actor and that character, it doesn't sound like anything's gonna come. To stay out. within that same realm, um, let's talk about No American Flag. That did you see that? Because in First Man, Damien Chazelle's new movie, uh, they're not gonna show like them planting the flag on the moon because do we do we need to see it? But they're like, oh, it's so un-American that, like, why wouldn't they show that? Even though they specifically went out of their way to say, like, we didn't show that, but we show the flag on the moon. We we talk about how it's Ameri- like America doing it. And, like, they're pointing to Ryan Gosling, who's Canadian. Um, like, they're, that's not the thing that they're, that's not what they're, like, complaining about. They're complaining that, like, because he said, oh, it's not a, Amer- it's not really an American triumph. It's a triumph for humanity. And which is true, it is because yeah. it's something like, but like they're because they're like you're downplaying like it was all America. The only reason why we did it was because we had to beat those commies. Oh, you mean the Russians who beat us in every step of the way? Yeah. Who we just happened to one step them, and that was actually getting to the moon. Yeah. Like, see, America, right? Yeah. That's. And then like I guess Buzz Aldrin like also chimed in and was like, you know, like proud to be an American, like. It's just so so dumb, because well, it's like Buzz Aldrin's losing his fucking mind. Yeah, that's true. Like he's uh, he's telling people, "I was like, I never went to the moon." Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, you did, you dumbass. <laughs> oh, it's conspiracy. conspiracy. Yeah, conspiracy. I don't know. Uh, it's it's one of those things where it's hard to get away from politics nowadays because uh-huh. people understand that, hey. Politics have always been a part of certain people's lives and mm-hmm. cultures because, well, I don't know, maybe because they've been oppressed for their entire lives. <laughs> and now there's another side of the country realizing, like, oh, why do all these people care about politics? It's like, no, they've always dealt with it. Yeah. But it's not come full circle till now, you know? Um, I like how, I love how America progresses, but we also, like, forget the last few years. <laughs> we just are like, yeah, well, of course, this is how it's always been. Like, people have always had the right to vote. And it's yeah. like, no, that's not true. <laughs> we had to pass laws specifically for that. Or like, um, oh, yeah, you know how, like, people who were, you know, Native American, you know, who lived in America first and, you know, they're called Native Americans. Um, you know, they weren't American citizens until more recently. And the people are, like, <gasps> shocked about it. And it's like, no, like, you should learn this in history. I love how we just kind of... Oh, yeah, no, like, the Holocaust is bad. But then you learn, like, we intern Japanese people, and it's like, shh, you don't need to talk about that. No, yeah, you're right. And it does make sense that these movies are coming out, just like there's, like, Bible-thumping movies, right? Because those people need to watch those movies. Yeah. And just how people say, well, why do we have to have a movie with trans people in it? It's like, well, because they want to be represented. Yeah. And now, you know, for some reason, Middle America thinks that they're being oppressed, which is the weirdest, weirdest thing. You understand you're still the majority. Yeah. We're still called minorities in this country. (laughs) And so, you know, they want to see more of them. Like, I don't know. it, it It is interesting because really when I think of like film and art and stuff, it to me, it's always been like progressive, right? Mm-hmm. People have always because it's all about kind of changing the norm, being different, being yeah. out there. So why it makes sense that these these gay and trans and people of color and oppressed people they would attach themselves to something like filmmaking, you know, um, poetry, art, all that yeah. stuff, right? And so it it kind of makes sense how when people say, well. Uh, Hollywood, you know, they're just, they're all um, liberals and blah, blah, blah. And elitists. It, it kind of, to the point, it does make sense because when you think of liberals, you think of people who are like, oh, I'm so progressive. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't hate color people. I call everyone colored because I don't like to point out their color. <laughs> That's <laughs> not, wait, no, you don't, you're, you're doing it wrong. No, 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 trust me. I'm, I'm a liberal. I'm progressive. 
But to, to the extent, it does make sense, right? Because uh-huh. there's a lot of people who make film and stuff who are, you know, like the majority, I would say the majority of, of very famous actors and actresses and uh, producers, directors, I would say they are more, they probably lean in more of a progressive state, right? But yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that they're Republican or Democrat. No. I think it's just, it's just, you know, you could be a Republican, you could be a Democrat, and you guys could both see eye to eye of like, yeah, you know, I don't care. Like, yeah, let's yeah, make you this, can, you know. You can, you can be socially progressive as well as being a conservative. Yeah. And and so I think that's where I think that's kind of what Hollywood is. It's more of just a progressive medium. Mm-hmm. So when you make these movies that are like that, that seem to lean more towards another state, it's like, uh, yeah, that is interesting that you're trying to make that movie because why? Who are you making it for? Like, what yeah. story are you telling? Yeah. But then again, I guess there's people out there who want to watch it. It's going to be interesting true. to see really what happens. With these movies, because like these faith-based movies, they never do really well. But I think they they reach their audience exactly where they want to. Mm-hmm. So, are these movies supposed to be the same? Are they are these movies meant to be the blockbusters that everyone want, wants to watch, or are they meant know. to be more of like a limited screening type of deal? And then see, Maybe. you know, I, I don't know. Me personally, I think that. The Mal Gibson thing sounds stupid. The flag thing is ridiculous. Well, I'm going to keep chugging along in this train and move it on to something else, but it still kind of pertains to this. So it's uh, topping the box office. So did you see that uh, Crazy Rich Asians like stayed on top of the box office this week for an, an, our weekend, for like the third straight weekend? And not only that, but um, Searching also was like, I think it was like number two or something. Entered no, it was entered the the top ten, but still, it's like these films that like normally in the past Hollywood has been like, oh, no one's gonna go see a movie with a all Asian cast, and like, oh wait, an Asian guy's gonna headline your movie and he's not doing martial arts. Yeah, your movie's gonna flop. And then Jackie Chan's like, why can't I do that? That's all I want to do. <laughs> like, it, it just kind of flies in the face of, like, everything that they, they tell you in, like, Hollywood. It's like, yeah, of course, because pe- people want to see that. It doesn't yeah. matter what who's in it. They just want to be able to see a movie that's good. Uh, times, they are changing. Yeah. Yeah, and th- that's I think that's what I'm, I was kind of getting at with this whole thing anyways, is mm-hmm. that movies, the medium of movies, whatever, sh- sure, you could kind of make anything, but I think the idea, or at least I think the heart of it comes from a very progressive state. And so when you have people come out and they make these Asian movies, but they're movies that are doing well here in America, right? Yeah. Because for for a few years now, I've learned that China actually has a very big uh, a movie market, mm-hmm. and there's movies out there that make a ton of money that I've never seen. Yeah. Uh, so other than that, I didn't really know much of their you know that whole like movie culture. But in America, you know, you're so used to just seeing a white face. Yeah, like right. A, like a Ryan Gosling and an Emma Stone. <laughs> you know. No, but um. Yeah, you, you know, you have something like Asian America coming out and saying like, "Hey, like, yeah, this is cool. This is what we like, whatever, right?" You also have um just moviegoers of America cuz there's there's always going to be certain demographics that are going to watch certain movies. Mm-hmm. You know, what's that movie? Was it Book Club or Book Something that came out like a few months ago? I think their demographic was like 80% women over the age of like 35 <laughs> or something like that. But it made a ton of movie. Yeah. Or it made a ton of money. Yeah. So when you have these movies like Crazy Rich Asians, uh, there's Mile 22, Searching. You have these characters who are this you know ethnicity or whatever. And people are coming out saying like, hey, yeah, we don't have a problem <laughs> with them being Asian. Yeah, in fact, look at we're going to make it the... Um, number one for three weeks. Yeah, like maybe a good story actually matters and the characters and their ethnicity, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, maybe you don't have to cast Scarlett Johansson for everything. No, but um, I think I think it's I think it's pretty cool where we're, where we're headed towards where we can have a movie like Crazy Rich Asians and 
searching and it doesn't they don't end mile 22 and they don't all have to be staggered because like well that has an asian cast so let's let's wait on this movie that has an asian cast because no one's gonna want to watch two movies that have asian people in it like come on that's this is america it's like no fucker (laughs) this is this is where we're headed towards you know now we're headed towards we don't really give a shit about a character having to be Asian if the story's good enough, right? Unless the story has to deal with like, like an like an Asian pride story or like a you know a civil rights American civil rights story. It's like yeah, I don't want to see Rosa Parks being played by Scarlett Johansson because yeah, that's fucking stupid. You wouldn't want to see Scarlett Johansson in blackface as Rosa Parks. Uh, actually, I kind of. <laughs> Hey, sweetheart. Where are you? Study group. I'm gonna go all night. Oh, one more thing. I want to know about the final you took today. I'm Margo. I'm 15. Student. 911, what's your emergency? I'm calling to report a missing person. Okay, who is this regarding? My daughter. I'm the detective assigned to your daughter's case. I need to know how everything unfolded. Understood. I think we're gonna go late, like, all night. One, after a study session, Margot didn't return home. Margot Kim? School has her marked as absent today. Two, she didn't attend school on Friday. My daughter is in a lesson with you right now. Margot canceled her classes six months ago. And three, she's been transferring funds for the last six months. We'll handle the ground investigation. But as a parent, you can help us with who your daughter talks to. Is that something you can do? Yes. Do you mind answering some questions for me to help? Did Sierra eat lunch alone? On Thursday? Every day. You don't think she's involved with anything serious. I know my daughter. We're not really that close. She has friends, right? Kind of. Why did you invite her to study group? I'm trying to get into Berkeley next year. When was the last time you saw her? She did not run away. Local team has been missing since last Thursday. She made a transaction of $2,500. I know my daughter. Where were you the night my daughter went missing? I know my daughter. Look into her behavior also. She gets a fake ID. I know my daughter. This is her keychain. Oh, she was my best friend. You broke his jaw. I know my daughter. I'm trying to help you find my daughter. I didn't know her. I didn't know my daughter. Searching is a 2018 suspense film. Co-written and directed by Anish Chiganti, the movie stars John Cho as David Kim, a now single father after losing his wife to cancer a few years prior, is now dealing with raising his 16-year-old daughter, Margot Kim, played by Michelle Law. One night after study group, David doesn't hear back from his daughter all day, but quickly dismisses it once he realizes that she was in piano lessons. But after he tries to leave a message for Margot with her teacher, He learns that not only is she not there, but she canceled lessons months before. Now worried, David starts to do a small hunt for his daughter, calling the school, his brother, her friends. But once he gets a hold of an old family friend, she informs them that a bunch of kids were going camping and Margot was invited. Although upset and mad, David feels at peace and waits for a call from her the next day. But in the morning, he gets a call from her classmate and he lets David know that Margot never came with them leading David to believe that Margot is missing. After calling the police, David is introduced to Detective Rosemary Vick, played by Deborah Messing, who will be leading the investigation. Rose asks David to compile a list of friends to get a hold of. David, searching long and hard, comes to the conclusion that Margot did not have many close friends, and David didn't know much of what was going on in her life. After David digs deep into Margot's online life, he comes up with some weird and out-of-the-park realizations about his daughter. But after everything comes back clean or cleared, David is still left wondering what happened just days before to his daughter. 
But then a break comes when David puts the pieces together and they trace where the car was last seen. They place it near a lake that Margot liked to secretly visit. The news breaks big time and a major search is on its way. Not even a day later, the search area becomes flooded by a huge storm and they are forced to hold off on the search. With the frustration of the hold on the search and all the mean and negative reaction he sees online, David is livid after one of the boys he found earlier in the investigation posts a hateful comment towards Margot. So he finds his location, confronts him, and ends up getting in a fight with the boy, leading to him being kicked off the investigation. But even when he can't be on the field helping, he heads online and ends up coming across a Reddit post about the search. His suspicions hit home once his eyes lock on a familiar looking item, a Finn's hoodie that matches his brother's hoodie. So he looks through their conversations and sees some suspicious looking text, leading David to confront his brother about it. But as the two go at it, Peter admits he's been smoking weed with Margot and having conversations she can't have with her dad. But right as it cools down between them, he gets a text from Rose saying that they caught the man who did it. Rose goes on television and breaks the news, laying out the timeline as well as posting a video confession from the man. So with that, David must accept the facts and move forward with the funeral. But as he's uploading the photos for her memorial, the model on the website catches his eye. He's seen her before and remembers the same face from her online chats. So he double checks the photo, finds the number, gets a hold of the model, and realizes that things aren't adding up. So he calls the police station looking for Rose, asking to be put through when the operator drops a bomb. She states that Rose volunteered to head Margot's investigation, but David remembers her saying she was assigned. Suspicious, David researches Rose and comes across an article where Rose and the alleged murderer are pictured together. So he gets a hold of another detective and they arrest Rose at the funeral. As she confesses, she lets the whole story come out, stating that her son saw Margot online, started to talk to her as he once had a crush on her when they were younger. And instead of telling her who he was, he pretended to be someone else, someone Margot began to trust. But as his lies got deeper and deeper, leading Margot into sending him $2,500, he felt guilty and wanted to give it back. So he went to confront her and followed her to the lake. But as he got in her car, she freaked out and attacked. And as they went at it, he shoved her and she accidentally went into the ravine. So shocked, he called his mother, Rose, and she came up with the timeline, making a fake ID for Margot, marking off the search area, making the ex-felon admit to it and killing him right after. But David now remembers that it rained the day after the first search, making it only two days instead of five days that Margot needed to survive without water. So they head back and they pull Margot out and she is in fact alive. After all is said and done, Margot and David face the future together as a happy family. So searching. Yeah, searching. The internet mm-hmm. movie. Wasn't this Unfriended 2 Electric Boogaloo? No, because there is a right. There's another Unfriended. <laughs> yeah, I know. Jackass. <laughs> it was a really good movie. I honestly thought having it in that realm of like Unfriended and etc. Like, oh, this is so stupid. I know, me but too. But they did it they, really well. They, there There's were... a couple of things. Yeah, because there were there was moments where I'm like, if you just got away from being at the computer and you actually just showed us the story, meh. But for the most part, I guess it, yeah, they no they they pulled it off fairly well. If you're believing that most of this took place on a computer screen, right? Yeah, um, it was more believable than you know like unfriended or whatever. yeah. So that I give that points because. It didn't really take away from the movie at all when you're realizing, like, the majority of the movie you're watching is from uh, a camera screen, technically, right? Like, that's majority of what you're watching. But they do change it up because, you know, they do the news, like, the news streaming stuff. Yeah. They do, like, the the security cameras. They do, Mm -hmm. you know, they do all this... Other, they, they get all these other random cameras yeah, in they, there where it's like, okay, you could follow a story even though you're not in that exact computer, whatever. So I give it points on that. Plus, the actual story, you know, you're watching it and it's definitely coming off as like, oh, it's not as good as I thought it was going to be. Mm. But then it like, it gets good. 
It gets really good. I think one of the trailers made it seem like they were going to start accusing him. And I was, like, waiting for that kind of thing. Because I did see, like, you know how, like, some of the people in the comments when he oh, fights yeah, that one that teenager and he breaks his... Uh, yeah. Or, he, yeah, he, like, busts his jaw. It's yeah. like, they're like, oh, the dad did it. Like, worst dad ever. And it's like, okay, well, now are they going to get to, like, accusing him? Like, he did it. Um, no, they hey. won better. Yeah, they did. Like I told Dom, the ending I kind of called as a joke. Just a joke. Like, I wasn't... I'm not like, oh, I called the ending. Like, no. When I saw that, I was like, oh, haha, that's the joke, right? And then when I actually got there, it was like, holy shit. Like, as soon as it started coming out, I turned to Junior. I was like, that's, is that what happened, right? And he goes, yeah. So, whatever. But the scene where he's kicked off of the investigation, mm-hmm. you know, she says, leave it alone, whatever. And then he just happens to... I, I, what was it like his brothers or came up or his brother thing came up or something oh no it was um he was looking um through reddit remember and it was like oh, oh the, like taking a look at the um photos the again jacket yeah like, it has the the fins yeah and then he's like oh and for some man. reason he just bam bam and he's like and he's <coughs> i'll like, tell what? you watching it i was like huh? <gasps> <gasps> i know <gasps> And then as soon as as soon as he said it, I was like, "Oh yeah," because they bring it up. They did bring it up. He's like, "It's oh, it's nothing. It's organic. It's whatever." And he does. And this is why I said, I, "What happens in the movie it pays off really well because it does stuff where they bring up the the marijuana, right?" Mm. And he's like, "It's so weird because it's like, dude, you're Harold and Kumar. Come on, no one's gonna fucking buy it." <laughs> <laughs> but they bring it up like that's a. That's like a big deal. And, you know, you're kind of thinking it's just a throwaway thing. Yeah. It's whatever. And then he even says, he's like, is everything okay between you two? Because he knows. Mm-hmm. He knows that she can't talk to her dad. You yeah. Know? She knows that they've been having problems because she's been telling him. Yeah. It's like Chekhov's gun where it's like if you, if you yeah. put it in there, it's like you better bring it up later. So they do that so well to the mm-hmm. point where... I, I knew that stuff before, but in the moment, I was like... <gasps> I know. I was like, what the... F-? As soon as, like... like And then, like, her text make it sound, like, crazier than it yeah, actually was. Like Dude, you, I was like... You think it's going to go there. I was like, there. oh, my God. So it goes there. And so, yeah. So, I was like, oh, fuck. Because then I was trying to piece together, like, well, how did it... Like, well, I wonder what happened. Like, why does she have the money? Like, did he, yeah. you know, did he ask her? You know? Yeah. Like, I was really trying to piece it together. Then he said, weed. And I was like, oh. Uh, yeah, I know. I was like, oh, okay. Oh. Makes sense. And no, then it sense. pays off again because the whole time you just see, like, important. We found him, whatever. Yeah. While they're fighting and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. They did it, like, see, like, that's that's good. That's that right there. Because, like, as, as you said, when I... When we were first talking about it, like at first you go into this and you're watching it and you're kind of like, meh. At first, as the movie's kind of building, 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 and you're like, mm, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get used to this. But then it starts going and you're like, mm, oh yeah. Because hmm. it honestly, it took a few different routes where I was like, oh, is it really gonna do that? Because at first, when you're thinking about it, you're kind of like, whatever. You know, something weird is gonna happen, right? Yeah. Then they start painting a picture of like, oh, maybe she's running away, and then it's like, oh well. People do this stuff when they're selling drugs or whatever. So you're thinking that's going to come up, right? And it even, it pushes you to think that she's like, <clears throat> she's some sort of escort or like online, yeah. you know, cam girl, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever. So you think that's going to happen. Then you think like, oh, like maybe she did run away. No, she's definitely getting catfished. No, maybe she ran away. Did she run away? You know? Yeah. Especially- and it's really, it really pushes, it honestly pushes you back and forth between like, I know what you're thinking it's going. It's not. Is it? Huh? No, it's not. And the, or and is it? Yeah. No. No, it's not. Huh? But, uh, no. no. Although it was kind of crazy too when it, when you get to the end and like when you figure out like where everything's going towards and you just piece together and then like he's piecing it together and you're like, holy shit. Then who is this person that she was talking to? And then like, they started explaining it more and more. Like when he finds the pic, remember he finds that sock picture, yeah. and it's the same person. And it's like, so then who was she talking to this whole time? And you find out it was that autistic kid, who um, is Deborah Messing's kid. It's and it's so funny too because if you paid attention, his thing actually comes up. 
remember uh, when she's looking when he's looking through the contacts or like he, he's like trying to he's trying to lie to his brother and i think the cop where he doesn't doesn't know any of her friends and he goes to his wife's computer or whatever oh did he yeah and it goes through and one of the things it's like had a crush on oh blah, that's blah, right whatever, that's right because right. i because like i was when i was reading that or when those are coming up i was reading those instead of the names yeah and that came did, up yeah i read that instead of reading the yeah i just saw that <laughs> i didn't even yeah. read who, whose name it was so, see like this movie does all that stuff really well yeah I'm not saying it's a perfect movie, no. but what I will say is like I think this is a solid fucking movie. Yeah, it's great suspense movie. You, it really does push you to make you believe in something that isn't there, but then it kind of brings you into like maybe it is there. It's very smart mm-hmm. the way they tie everything in. Yes, like it because they give you everything. They literally give you most everything there. But they just doesn't connect it. Like when when he's first looking it up, you know, and he he does the three windows, and you see the picture of like her and the the felons behind her. Yeah. The guy's right there, but yeah. you don't know and it. Like yeah. you don't know he's a big deal. Yeah. Or even like when they later she says like, oh well, it'll be like it'll be like five days. She wouldn't have had any water or any food. And he's like, wait, 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 five days? No, turn around. And she's like, wait, what do you what do you mean turn around? And like. No, it would have only been two days because it rained, remember? Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, that's crazy. Because, like, yeah, it did and, rain because to the point where, like, they had to think, stop. And you think it's the throw You think it's throwaway because when she's talking in the news, she's like, we did this zone and this zone. Yeah, like, Which it's so like, perfect. Why would, you, why would you even <laughs> second guess that, right? Yeah. Because she's the law telling you, like, no, we got these ones, so all these other places. It's They do this shit so well. I don't know. I... I left that movie thinking like, you know what? This is one of those surprise hits. Yeah. Like this is that this is that movie that you go in thinking like, oh, I'm just going to the movies because there's nothing else to watch, and like, oh, it might be interesting. Because like even John me, Charles, me whatever. seeing it first, I was like, meh. Like the trailer, meh. I yeah, don't know. that's what I'm saying. Like, eh. it's like whatever. Like, sure, whatever. Right? Just going to movies. Like going to movies. But after it's like, fuck, that was a really yeah, good that was a movie. pretty good movie. Um. Part of me kind of wishes it ended differently, but it's also like, oh, it's a nice little ending to it, you know? Yeah. You know, there's a plus. And I, I kind of thought they were going to end it to where they would have had, like, a part two. Because right towards the end, they make it seem like it's going to end and you don't know how. Like, yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if the, the daughter gets found or she gets caught or anything. Mm. It feels like it could literally end at any second. Mm. But they, you know, finish it and... It's Which is good, awesome. I guess, because yeah. like you, you wouldn't want it to keep going, would you? No, I think they wrapped it up really well. Yeah, I think how they tied it all together, yeah, and presented it to you, it it was very much like, yeah, I get it. This is awesome, cool, and you know they get a nice little happy ending at the end because at one point in the movie you think like, oh fuck, he lost everything. <laughs> Um, and actually, there's really at one point in the end, you think he, he's going to lose everything because he lost his wife, his daughter, and yeah. then his brother. Yeah, I was like, what? Dang. But now everything worked out for the, for the best. I think it's crazy that it's like we're at a point in time now where John Cho is a dad. He's old enough to, like, he's not just some dumb stoner, like 20 something year old anymore. <laughs> it's like. Pie. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was saying to Junior. I was like, damn, it's fucking crazy. I I couldn't give this movie more praise if I wanted to. Yeah. It's it's a really good movie. If if you're up for a surprise, mm-hmm. wa- watch it. Yeah. Uh it's not it doesn't it's not too violent. Um it doesn't try to throw you for like a mind fuck. It's just it's it's a good suspense suspenseful movie that you know you you know going in it's going to give you a turnaround but you don't know where it's going to be and you don't know why or like how and i'll tell you right now like i think you'll come out of it like yeah that was actually a really good movie it kind of feels like you're in like uh like you're doing the detective work yourself like you're on a computer and you're watching all this stuff unfold and you're trying to piece it together yourself but like as someone else is like trying to do it but yeah, yeah. no you you're right it it's just I would honestly say 
If you have a chance to watch this movie, watch it. It's definitely worth going to the movies to watch it. Yeah. Um, and even if you miss out on it and it comes out, you know, digital or streaming, watch it because this definitely is like this is honestly a movie that I would suggest people mm. suggest to people of like, hey, this is actually a pretty good movie. Check it out. It's not Arun Kumar, but check check it out. Yeah. A twenty four is an American independent entertainment company founded on August twentieth, twenty twelve by Daniel Katz, David Fenkel, and John Hodges. Based in New York City, the production company specializes in film distribution and film and television production. Prior to A24, Katz, Fenkel, and Hodges worked in film and production before leaving to eventually co-found the company, originally A24 Films, which specialized in film distribution. Starting off moderately in 2013 with a glimpse inside the mind of Charles Swan III, the company's growth started with the release of Spring Breakers later that year. They became better known um, after picking up the U.S. rights for um, Ex Machina and Room and worldwide rights to the, the Witch, growing substantially since then. They eventually got into like deals with DirecTV and Amazon Prime later that same year, and that kind of brought them through, and then eventually they changed their name just to A24 instead of A24 Films. And then... As of this year, the company has received a total of 24 Academy Award nominations. In 2016, they won the Academy Award for Best Actress with Brie Larson in Room, Best Documentary Feature, Amy, Best Visual Effects with Ex Machina. In 2017, Moonlight, a movie that they produced, uh, won the Academy Award for Best Picture, which was the first for them. And then Best Adapted Screenplay and Best Supporting Actor for Mahershala Ali. Um, and then earlier this year, John Hodge is one of the co-founders. He announced that he was exiting. And that same month, the studio was reportedly seen as a acquisition target for Apple in order to kind of build its like like video business further. And I don't know. Ever since a few years ago, they've been producing all these really good films that I feel like have been not only every year hitting out of the park, but also like getting those um, recognitions from like the Golden Globes, the the Oscars, you know, different film festivals, as we saw with like Moonlight. I would say that, to be honest, I, I think that company, <coughs> I could definitely say like that's definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, because they... Even they... before I paid attention to really, honestly... Like, within the last maybe two years, I I watch movies like most moviegoers, where I just, I like, you know, genres, I like actors, yeah. um, you know, maybe some directors, whatever, but really didn't care much to, like, you know, who's filming, like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But A24, pretty much since the beginning, it's always been on my radar. I remember when... Spring Breakers came out and everyone's like, hey, it's not as dumb as you think it is. I was like, are you sure? Because it looks dumb. And they're like, no, it is, but it's not that <laughs> dumb. It's like, huh. Well, they they produced uh, Under the Skin, which is one that we reviewed. Um, they did... Uh, Ex Machina, you said. Well, they got the rights to Ex yeah, Machina. Yeah, Tusk. Um, A Most Violent Year, which is actually a really good film. They did um, Room, The Witch, Green Room, The Lobster. Oh, and then Killing of a Sacred Deer, I'm pretty sure that... Yeah, they did. And then It It Comes at Night, which is another film. uh, Oh, no, we didn't review that one yet, huh? I don't know. But you're literally naming all these, like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Awesome. Hereditary. But a lot of people, I was reading articles saying, could this be like the next Miramax? Because you know how during the late 90s, early 2000s, Miramax was the studio that was bringing to the table all these great... Well, it was mainly because Harvey, I'm going to rape somebody. Weinstein was like, yeah, 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 here, I'm going to pay you off. Make sure uh, Shake a Spear in Love wins Best Picture. I think it's a different entity. Oh, yeah. I think um, I get the comparison, but really... I feel like if you look at Miramax as a whole and you're looking at 24 right now, yeah. I honestly think they're just two completely different juggernauts. Yeah. Um, at least in in substance. Mm. I think uh, A24, they have 
this collective of movies that could kind of touch on a lot of different subjects, some that we like, like, you know, sci-fi, post-apocalyptic type of, you know, horror ordeal. And then they just have, you know, really good, like, solid storytelling, you know, dramas and whatnot. It really feels like it's more organic than that. These movies and that they've acquired, filmed, whatever. Yeah. They don't make it so it can be like, oh, this is our our new, uh, you know, award winning, you know, movie with this actress. So she's, you know, it feels like no, they're just making really interesting movies. No, they're actually going out of their way to be like. This is a movie that we know people will like. It doesn't matter if it's going to be a box office hit or a bomb. And I think that's where whatever A24, whatever they're coming at or whatever they're on, I I feel like it's just, it's something more organic than having to be published, like having to have these movies. Because really, like I said, it wasn't until when I started paying attention where it's like, oh yeah, all these fucking movies are all part of this company. Well... Someone was comparing it to Blumhouse a little bit, but I was like, but see, Blumhouse has been around for a long time, and they started with, like, very niche. But they're still not. And they're still not giving the respect. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I feel like they've earned some respect, but, like, at the same time, it's just like, (laughs) meh, meh. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe for, like, a smaller film company, yeah, you could say... They both worked their way up to be noticeable, (laughs) but (laughs) totally different. Completely different. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't like the idea of the whole Apple thing. Yeah, I I don't. I feel like it's. I I honestly feel like that could fuck up a lot. I I like the idea of them creating for other people. Like, if Apple was like, do you want to create for it? Not them trying to acquire them. Yeah. I don't want like them to. Like a partnership, to. not an inquisition. Yeah. Because, like, when, like, like I said, that they do stuff for DirecTV and they do stuff for Amazon. Like, see, like, that's good because they did the Carmichael show. And them producing the stuff is great. But when, when you have somebody like Apple or, like, Disney come in, they step in and they're like, okay, well... Now you're going to be doing it like us instead of the way that they want to do it. That's where you kind of ruin it. Where it's like now they have to follow their their standards and their standards are... I mean, Disney's fine, right? And Apple's fine. But I don't want them influencing them. Like Yeah, no. That, that's I think that's where you're... You totally hit the nail on that. Because I'm not saying I hate Apple, but I feel like them grabbing a24 and then say like oh no it's just because you know we want to work with you then i feel like i feel like we'll watch hereditary and the guy's like oh oh, there's ghost let me look this up on my computer on my macintosh (laughs) and then and then the mom's like we're talking about get down here that's two years old this is a brand new model. I just bought it for you. <laughs> Wait, is this the one with the the i nine in it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It, and it was great because like I bought it with my new iPhone X S, and look at I just look at it and it unlocks. Thanks, mom. Oh, you're the best. Uh, maybe not that far. Remember but my I... sister died. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, huh? She would have loved this computer. So yeah, it's like no. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying it, it is going to go that way, but I just feel like when you talk, when you think about big corporations buying stuff like that, there's always a possibility. Mm. So I just I don't like the idea of Apple owning it. I feel no. like they've done so well by themselves to say like, "Hey guys, we know what we're doing." Yeah. If anyone has the right to say that they know what they're doing, it's Marvel Films, yeah, and A24, yeah. Straight up, right? Yes, exactly. So, I think and that... And Blumhouse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't like the idea of that happening. I think whatever A24 is doing or has been doing has been phenomenal. They have so many good films. I, In all honesty, I guess bringing this up now, 
I would actually like to go back and make sure I watch everything. Yeah. There's a lot when I was looking at it, I was like, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. Yeah, now, see, now it makes me really like, want to go. I, I, think, I think this deserves a deep dive because it's something that they've proven to me that they can produce something, mm-hmm. have their name attached to something where I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. The guy who directed It Follows, he's making a new film and they're um, yeah, producing see? it. See what I mean? Under the like, Silver Lake. It's like, well, one, it's the guy who did It Follows, which was a pretty good, which is a good film. And then it's A24. It's a great film and A24, great production company. Yep, this is going to be a great movie. I'll tell you that I right mean, now. It could be. It could be. But yeah, in all I'll honesty, in all honesty, yeah, in all honesty, the, the numbers are that we'll probably enjoy it. Yeah. <clears throat> and it, like I said, it, it makes sense. It's not, it's not. It's not even being like a fanboy. It's more of like they've literally proven themselves yeah. time and time and time and time and time and time and time again. Yes. That this these things that they have the names that they have their name on, whether they produce it, buy it, whatever, they have an eye for something, right? Well, yeah. But the impact they've had in these last couple of years has been extremely strong yeah. in the film community. Even if you let's say you don't even look towards the stuff like the room, and um, no, room because the room is a different movie. Green room. <laughs> no, um, room and uh, uh, was it moonlight. Yeah. Let's say we 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 put those away. You still have movies like The Witch mm-hmm. that got people talking. Yeah. Um, Hereditary <laughs> that got people talking. Yeah. You know. <laughs> You still, you're still able to, or even like Ex Machina, you know, they knew that there was something there to where if you talk to anyone about, hey, what are your favorite like sci-fi films? I would say if you give someone top 10 sci-fi films, I would say a good majority of those people are going to put that movie on there because for some reason everyone loves that movie. Well, it's a good movie, so maybe that's why. But you know what I mean? Mm. So they definitely have an eye for the film industry, filmmaking, whatever it is. They have an eye for it, and they're doing so well mm-hmm. that right now, I mean, never say never. You know, who knows? Five years, it seems like, wow, I can't believe A24 is making these shitty movies now. Who knows? <laughs> but right now, they've been on such a constant roll that even if something's not a major success it's still <clears throat> it's still interesting for fans to where they'll come into it of like hey a24 they did you know killing of a sacred deer and uh what was it it comes at night and hereditary Dang. now they have oh. this other film from this guy making a horror film it must be somewhat good Dang. if they did those it you all, know what i mean all three of those movies are so good yeah that's what i'm saying so i feel like they kind of have that that uh, both sides of a coin mm-hmm. where they can still they can still make these movies that get like film people you know movie people into the seats of oh yeah this is that oh this is a guy from it follows yeah he's making this movie oh cool yeah it's not gonna make a hundred million dollars but it's gonna get people to talk it's gonna get people in the seats and yeah. hopefully people to watch but then they could go around and do something where it's like oh yeah we won best actor best actress and blah blah blah, and like oh yeah best movie whatever they still have that in 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 their grasp you know and that says a lot about a a a movie company that didn't even exist 10 years ago yeah so crazy i think a24 as a company as a whole obviously things are changing the the one guy left you know there's a possible buyout but i don't know because that was way back in march i don't i don't think it's probably gonna go through. i mean how long have we talked about the disney thing that's true though that's very true so e- either way that they're obviously on someone's eye right <clears throat> so obviously things are changing we know that but i hope they change they if they do change it's all for the best i kind of i kind of want to see where this keeps going because what they've given me is something amazing, and I'm really happy that they're a film company. Straight up. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be the end, right? Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we appreciate it, like always. Oh, yes. We appreciate you.
Make sure to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, INTB underscore podcast. Email us directly at imtbpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Like I said, you could send us anything you want. Yeah. That doesn't even matter. You can, you can say, hey, you guys are just okay. You guys are... You know, wrong. You guys are the worst. Yeah, critique, critique us. Like, you guys are people gods, love to I guess. And it's like, please, please. Okay, I don't want to be compared to that guy. Yeah. But until then, like I said, listen to old episodes if you haven't. Yeah, go back and um, listen to um, like The Witch, Killing of a Sacred Yeah, we, we talk about a lot of A24 films very highly, I mm. may add. So maybe that'll give you an idea of like, hey, maybe this company is actually pretty fucking good now. Yeah. But until then, guys, like always, remember. It's not that bad. It's not that bad.